0: Did you know that the PodFix Network, home of Headline Heroes, Cretans Guild, Podcast Discovery Show, and more, has its own network podcast? Go wherever fine podcasts are found and look for PodFix Presents. Network highlights, interviews, roundtables, and more, all showcasing the eclectic depth of PodFix talent. So subscribe today. PodFix Presents on your podcast app of choice and check us out at
1: www.podfixnetwork.com at podfix on twitter and official underscore podfix on the gram the podfix network artist owned
2: and loved the podfix network baby WWF Light Heavyweight Champion Gilbert, brother, and you're listening to the Green's Guild podcast. Ah! So, I I don't think eating a, a booger flavored jelly bean would be all that painful. I I don't know. I. I... <laughs> I've had I've had the vomit flavored one. No, nobody needs context for this. This is how we're going in. cold. Yeah, we're, this yeah, is, yeah, we're, just we're just rolling to, in. Yeah, this is the Cretans Guild way. If you don't like it, well, where the hell have you been?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I'll had, tell you what. If you are a Patreon supporter, you'd be able to hear the pre-show
2: conversation. Yeah, hey, if not, oh, well. Give us your money every month. Um, <laughs> why? Why would they deserve that? <laughs> it's like I'm giving you money. Why are you torturing me for having done so? <laughs> um, I've had the I've had the vomit flavored one. Uh,
0: when I lost a personal oh. game of the uh, the jelly bean roulette. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was enough for me. I stopped playing jelly bean roulette at that point. And I was like, nope, we're good. Well, th- well think about this. We've all had colds,
2: right? We know what mucus tastes like. Yeah, it's disgusting. R- well, okay. Yeah, but you I don't, don't want to voluntarily put that back in your mouth. No, but I don't think it'll be too shocking. Like, well, I, I have no idea what an earthworm would taste like. I assume that if they were trying to create an artificially Dirt. flavored earthworm jelly bean, it would taste a bit like... I don't know, sour baloney or some shit. Um, that was the
1: word they they use. It, it tastes like dirt to them. It
2: just tastes like dirt. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, and what was the other flavor?
1: Uh, earwax. I can't describe what the, they just said. This one's disgusting. What is it?
2: Um, I I don't know what earwax tastes like, but I you know I don't want to know. <laughs> you know what I think would be the worst thing about actually eating real earwax is the texture. Well, yeah, because it's all tatery. But it would just be like I assume it's also born of mucus and other stuff, or at least mucus bonding, that it would also be really salty. That's the only thing. Ha- that's the only thing I can relate or uh, compare to like the the flavor of mucus is just salt, like a lot of it. And you know, it's got a loose hair in it, and it's got a loose hair in it. You know, I,
0: which of the the gross ones is actually pretty good is the grass flavored one. I figured
2: it would that be. one's actually kind, kind of kind of like refreshing. It's, it's refreshing. It's yeah. like eating. It's like having
0: cucumber water. Well, it's
2: like smelling it's... a freshly cut lawn. Yeah,
0: it? exactly. It's yeah. just. It's like oh, this, this isn't too bad.
2: Yeah. Now, be that as it may, I wouldn't necessarily go out there and start, you know, getting cud. But well, no, 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 definitely not <laughs> getting cud. Corey, is that
0: what's called? <laughs> <laughs> right, welcome to episode 95 of the Creighton's yes! Guild podcast. Yeah, because I opened, I opened it up and actually looked this mm-hmm. time. Uh, we are part of the Podfix Network. That's podfixnetwork.com slash net. Podfix like a motherfucker. Podfix spot like this month is Fish Nerds, the world's greatest podcast about fish, fishing and eating fish. I Always thought... fresh, sometimes funny, occasionally true. Would
2: have been about like fish-flavored nerds, the candy.
0: Oh, See, that's... no. Hmm. Uh, your host, Clay grows makes fish fun again by approaching fishy subjects from an entirely new perspective. And I can only assume that means by, you know, just kind of, like, looking over them with a telescope. That's the new perspective. But um, Clay Groves, that sounds like an alias. (laughs) Like, that sounds like the witness protection name that this guy was made up. Like, he he used to be a hitman. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, you know what? You're going off to, to fucking...
2: Uh, uh, some random town in. No, the town's name was Clay Groves, and that's where he got the idea for the name, <laughs> because they got some good damn fly fishing up there, yeah, don't it's, they? Yeah, he and lives hey, up in Billings, Montana. How about that? It's not like nobody has to know who you are anymore. You can create a podcast about fishing. That's true. Yes, that's true. and not it about killing like... people for contracts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it sounds so, like somebody fresh out of NXT.
2: So listen think, to yeah. listen to
0: listen to. <laughs> Listen to Fish Nerds with Clay Grove's former hitman
2: and present ornithologist. (laughs) What was it you were telling me the other day you didn't know about nerds? That they don't have hands or something like that? I had no idea they didn't have hands. They do not. No. And I only know that because, like, back in the day, I really wanted to get, like, a nerd's plush that uh, the candy was offering oh, when you sent okay. in a bunch of
1: UPCs.
0: Yeah, not like not like us. We, obviously, we have hands. But, yeah. I yeah mean, I, we, have,
1: I we have scary okay.
2: hands, but the hands nonetheless. Maybe
1: I've been drinking too much. That, that one went way over my head too fast.
2: Well, it's okay. It, it's just
0: something that we had a conversation about that's being referenced.
2: Yeah. It happens. They still make those. Nice. They still make those plushies, by the way. I'm going to go back down to San Antonio and, and adopt one. You can probably buy one online. You don't necessarily need to go to the studio it's not, it's not the, it's Although not the can't end of hurt. the journey. It's the journey itself that matters. Okay. And all the nerds we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is episode 95. We are rapidly approaching
0: 100. We are on our way to the Christmas episode this year. Bob, have you made a decision on what the performance will be this year? Oh, Christ. I'm going to take that as a
2: hard no based on... <laughs>
1: It's no, it's July. No, it's man. about the
2: little-known off-off-Broadway Christmas-themed play called "Oh Christ," <laughs> in which Christ becomes disillusioned with a holiday that was uh, ah, inspired Christ. by him. <laughs> and it was starring people...
1: Tobey Maguire off-Broadway. Yes. Actually,
0: no. Jim Caviezel yeah. in a tour de force. <laughs> oh Christ. <laughs>
2: well he's not doing person of interest anymore he ought to be available so yeah it's uh it is it is july we
0: are almost into august however and that means it is time to start planning and start getting ready for our annual cretins guild christmas tradition uh we ruin christmas for everyone that listens Mm -hmm. uh and and goobs talks about foreskin and fresco yeah (laughs) because that's that's just how it works
2: that's his Christmas gift to us. Honestly, yeah, yeah. yeah it really it just is. Just keeps like, giving. It it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, we were last year. Well, what was the? I'm sorry. It, this this isn't what we were definitely talking about last year before <laughs> we settled on um, uh, miracle on. Miracle on Ligma Street. Uh, miracle on Forskin. Th- th- Forskin Street. Uh, yes, thank you. Boulevard. Um, no, we were talking about also possibly doing uh, Charlie Brown. We were. Yeah. I don't know if. I don't know if this was actually a possibility if I just really want this to happen, but uh, the gift of the magi I thought would be like a, a hoot to go ahead and uh, vilify. Mm-hmm. Um But there have I been come like, to that. There, there have been some there have been plenty of other ones. I I only want to do that because I want one of us to do like a Monty Python-esque uh, female voice. <laughs> oh look at my baby, this is Jesus! God, what happens? <laughs> Oh, don't what? make too much noise! What? The Roman soldiers
1: are going to kick down the door. <laughs> and and might <mind> soul! <laughs> soul Pontius Pilate's angry. He is.
0: <laughs> Welcome right. to Bible jokes with the Cretans
2: Guild. <laughs> um, uh, wait, one of us has to be Graham Chapman doing like the uh, uh, oh, the, oh. the lower class. Uh, um, Mank voice. I know why they call you the Virgin Mary. (laughs) Oh, look at the fresh mouth on this one. You're never going to be the father of my child with that attitude. Well, Well, I'm not now. Some lovely (laughs) meh. Nobody even knows what Murray's. And then then here comes Terry Jones. (laughs) (laughs) And Terry Gilliam. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Because if he did talk you'd have to try to figure out Hi, if he's... I'm Terry Gilliam. Yeah. From well, he's... Cornwall, he had, England. He had a very interesting accent because he was from Kentucky. So oh, God. Well the thing is is that like nowadays he when sound you... like he was from Kentucky. Well when you hear him nowadays he's, he sounds very much like this, you know? A little less Jimmy Stewart-ish, but close enough. But when he would give interviews during the Python years, he, did, he, he let some of the British accent seep in. It was fucking crazy. Not as crazy as a South African accent, but about as nutso as you can think, like, you know, Middle American, slight drawl, but with, like, the lilt of a British accent. So it was just like, well, I was talking to my bud uh, Graham over here, <laughs> you know? And it's like... So not Madonna v- spent a weekend in Bristol and faked her fucking British accent because she yeah. was dating Guy Ritchie No not that All right so we should probably reference the rundown all right
1: oh yeah,
2: uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> our, Oh oh we have uh, we have a very awesome guest this episode It is bullet point. Um, And topics today, we have a new Cretans Guild champion, Bob. Fill us in on
2: what's going on there. I think think that's an old rundown because Bullet Point kind of screwed it up for us a couple of times.
1: Safety point in case anybody ever wants to be on this disaster of a show. You know, that'd be something we should try is just once do a show where we don't put ourselves down. That would be a challenge right there.
2: Uh, well, that's the reason Bullet Point doesn't come on our show anymore because he spent most of the entire episode getting really familiar with everybody, thinking that he had room, and we're he like, Dude, my ass, bitch! We just met you, and you're touching people. Yeah, that's just gross.
1: Isn't that a seedless Marvel car- uh, villain, <laughs> Bullet Point? Bullet Point,
2: <laughs> probably. probably. <laughs> no, no, no. That sounds like some. Uh, that sounds like some uh, Rob Liefeld at Image shit. <laughs> yeah. Yes,
0: yeah, so he was, he was <laughs> an enemy of the Wild. Uh, not Wildcats. Uh, Young Blood. Young Bloods. There was God. He had so many interesting it's, he had some shaft and bad rock yeah bad rock rob really <laughs> so tell I us about tell us about the new Cretan skill champion because last time i heard it was theme park rob
1: yes okay. he won it uh for our um what was it the uh the oscar pick that's right mm-hmm. uh, that's right ran away with that sucker
0: really and he upset
1: ac- that i didn't win that one with my my solid well thought out picks i know <laughs> you, you'll get another chance i, I promise i know But uh, actually, Theme Park Rob joined me and a bunch of other people, and we all had a game night. And (laughs) the scoring procedure was, uh, if you win an individual game, you get three points. If it's a team effort, everybody on the team gets two points. If you're the overall loser, you have to draw from a challenge hat. And then if you perform the challenge adequately, you get a single point. So at the end of the night, Chris from Ear to Ear Magic ended up being the next Cretan's Guild champion.
0: Excellent. Oh shit. Well, congratulations to Chris from Ear to Ear Magic. Uh, enjoy your time with the title because it is temporary, <laughs> and you are an inf- all you are an inferior champion to me, uh, and you'll never be as good as I am, honestly. Or or as and and you know what? This I'm gonna show you how much of how much I've grown as a person. You're never gonna be as good as a champion as I am or as Justin is. Ooh. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah Two man uh-huh. power trip. I'm I've decided to bury <laughs> the hatchet with Justin. Uh, he's A-okay in my book. Uh, I think that we could just run roughshod over this entire division. I I sense a swerve coming. Not a single one. I respect Justin. Okay. I might not like the guy, but I respect him. That's some okay, bio- and for the record, that was a little too serious. I actually really like Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Justin's really fucking funny. Yeah, um, you're not going to be screaming that I'm, forcefully into a microphone. I'm playing. Though. I'm playing the heel. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you live in the gimmick. Yeah, yeah, true, true. true. And but, yeah, no, he and I, uh, better than Chris from Ear Magic will ever be.
2: So you are here from uh, Jay, uh, the uh, Silly String Comer J- Malone. Um, that's what we we're going with from earlier in the show. I don't no. That's no, not where no, we're going with. What we're what's, going you, what, with. Uh, what's your ring name <laughs> again?
1: Silly String.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think we have ring names in the Cretans Guild Wrestling Federation. Um,
1: no. <laughs> well, um, unless we go by... Uh, uh, Billy Bob Niedermeyer, Montana, and, and Johnny. Oh, Those are our, our, our old gimmicks. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, vintage. Vintage is good enough for Royal Rumble. I, mean, so I think just, we can do yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's cool. Oh, yeah, that's so tracheotomy, man. <laughs> tracheotomy man. Tracheotomy man do, can't do... He can't do shoots, though. That's the thing. Because it's always like... I'm going mm-hmm. <laughs> to
0: so don't he'd be get the used,
2: best at it. Don't get used to the heft of that belt. And <laughs> I'll be taking it off and wrapping it around my own throat. Yeah. So so, so, did Chris
0: like walk away with the title or was it a close contest?
1: It was close. He, I think overall uh, he had six points and three other people had four points, including me. Wow. Well, okay,
2: what was this game? Before I forget to ask again.
1: We we played uh, a series of games. Uh, first, we played uh, No Thanks as a warm-up. Have you guys heard about this one? No. Uh-uh. That this is actually a really fun game. We should all play it one time. No thanks. But basically, it's okay. <laughs> uh, and then after that, we play <laughs> Spyfall. That's a uh, oh. social deduction game.
2: Yes, Spyfall, solid shit. Uh, and they just came out with a, a dice uh, version of that as well this year. Oh, is that any good? Oh, I don't know. I haven't played it. Oh,
1: yeah. We just did the card version, and it was it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people because the the group. These social deduction games, they're really good if you're playing against people you know, but they're really interesting if, they're, if you're playing against people you're just meeting for the first time. Yeah.
2: Sure. It's, those are the best games of the Resistance, too, when it's, like, with a potluck crew. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. you know, like, maybe three quarters of the group that you're playing with, and the rest of them are just like, these are all wild cards. But I'm going to watch assholes that I know fuck around with them first. Yeah. Yeah. After that, we played a couple rounds of Dixit. Nice. What? Um, How dare you?
1: Dixit. Huh? Yeah.
2: Well, fuck what? you, huh? Turn your asshole inside out. I've had enough of your shit. Call me names. No, your dickhead. That, is that too much? Mo- oh, Dixie! Like the okay. I know the French tabletop game with the uh, very ornate right pictures. Right of, right of thing. Yeah. I, oh god, oh, I had to retire that's... two of the cards because
1: on the back of them they were damaged. Dude, we played the shit out of that game. <laughs> that's one if That's like in your regular rotation at your house. Yeah, and I actually bought a couple of expansion packs for it. just nice. to, uh, Because the art is like, yeah, look at that. It's pretty. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. It's interesting.
1: And That's a fun one. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. And then we ended the night with uh, Deception Murder in Hong Kong. What is this
2: that? This is an
1: interesting game. So basically there's um, everybody is an investigator. Mm-hmm. One of the people is a murderer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everybody has a list of four weapons and four clues in front of them. And then one player is the forensic investigator. Mm -hmm. The forensic investigator knows who the murderer is, and the murderer has to show the forensic investigator one clue and one weapon. And the uh, forensic guy needs to plot out clues to tell the other group without saying who the murderer is, who the weapon is. So like, say the person selected lipstick and a knife. So cause of death would be loss of blood, um, item. There's a bunch of clues you have to lay out. It's, you should watch a video on it. It's really interesting. It's really good. We played a couple rounds of that. I was like, oh man, this is so good. Our brains hurt. It
2: sounds like a DM would version of Clue. It's, it has a lot of clue elements to it, but it could be. I mean, it would be it's deduction.
1: Yeah, it, it is a deduction game, but um, like I said, it, you should watch a video on it at some point because I'm not doing a really good job describing it. But mm-hmm. I watched one video. It was like, oh, we've we've got to try this, and it was it was a hit. It was a really good game.
2: Now there was uh, kind of leaping off of that. You had told us a little bit earlier about a uh, about an app or such that would help facilitate doing this online, right? Uh,
1: not all those games. Uh, WhatsApp, or no. Not um, WhatsApp. <laughs> not whatsapp Why'd that pop in my head? Uh, I forget the name of the, the site. I have it saved somewhere, but we can play uh, No Thanks on that. Nice. Mm-hmm. On top of a bunch of other board uh, board, game arena? board games.
2: That sounds right, yeah. Yeah, that Board Game Arena. All right, good. That's Because cool. I, I got two over here. Well, I opened up one of them, but uh, I've got two over here that's, uh, that are... Well, they're dice oriented, so maybe that wouldn't be. That maybe that wouldn't no, work. No, I, th- I think if I remember correctly, because I you had asked if we'd heard
0: about it, and I said no. But thinking about it, I actually had talked to my boss about it. It all it does all the
1: digital. It's all digital games, right? Um, there's some classic board games on there. Uh, some of some things that I've never played before, and there's, I guess, it's like a good way of learning a new game that you've never played before. Hmm. But, but, least, it, like but it's like a variation. All, of it's it. all
0: done digitally, right? You don't need the physical yeah. version to play. Yeah, so. it's all done online. Yeah.
2: Oh, cool. All yeah. right. I don't know if it was so be... kind of like
0: tabletop simulator.
2: Well, hopefully a little bit less like that because well, it does not handle the overhead sure. like, uh, whatsoever. Uh, but I was thinking like maybe it would be sort of like a mixtape of um, the digital Asmodee stuff that you play on Steam and whatever else. Uh, that I don't know. Uh, okay. But... Well, balls.
0: <laughs> well, that's cool. Well, uh, congratulations again to uh, Chris from your, your Magic. Good for you. Uh, don't get used to it <laughs> uh, next uh, the smack has been talked this is uh, this is one that Bob said he's going to describe and the only bullet point we have now this is always fun when we get to this part of the rundown mm-hmm. because Bob schemes as the showrunner and comes up with ideas uh, and there's always something where it's like Bob will describe and that usually involves some kind of task that we have to perform during the running of the show and I'm okay with that because this one just is famous trios <laughs> And Bob will describe. So, yeah, Bob. three sums. Yeah, famous
1: trios. Describe it. I thought it would be fun if I list a number of trios. Um, just have some fun with it, and then we compare the three of us to each member of that trio. Okay. Sometimes these are people who travel together. Sometimes these are people who are in the same field of work, but don't really do anything with each other, but they all have, like, some commonality with them. Okay. And
2: sometimes it's Larry,
1: Mo and Curly, and the comparison is too easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you said that, let's go
2: ahead and start there. Mo Larry, Curly. It was on the list? It was on the list. Oh. Second on the list. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, God, this is kind of... I mean, if I had the position, anybody within the uh, as a ringleader it would be you, but... The thing I'm about definitely the, Curly. The thing about the Stooges... Well, hang on. The thing about the Stooges is, is that uh, they're all idiots, mm-hmm. and there's actually five. Yes, but we're going by Mo, Larry, Curly. It is Mo, Larry, and Curly? That's what we'll do. No, all right. Not now, Curly Joe and Shemp, then. No. All right. Well, okay, Joe, Joe was always a contract man. I can understand that. But Shemp was the original Curly, which is why I thought that was worth mentioning.
1: He's, sure. old, he's old school. But everyone... You say Three Stooges, They more times than not, they think Mo, Larry, Curly.
2: Well, in this case, I don't know. I think I'd put you as a Larry. Really?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Well, because Larry, most oftentimes out of each, uh, out of, each of those uh, uh, scenarios, you know, where people are getting beaten up and stuff, mm-hmm. Larry plays the straight man. He's okay. usually the one that if there is a plot to be told of within any Three Stooges short, Larry is going to be the one to explain it to everybody else. Sure. Right before he gets poked in the eyes. Cruelly and viciously. Or wax I'm his head on gonna, a mango tree. Yeah, wax his head yeah, like yeah, a mango I'm tree. I'm just going to point out I ran into a tree today. That's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, now here's the thing. Not, not any of us are like really violent either. So it's kind of... Uh, so it's kind of like... It's tough to triangulate our attitudes in relationship to any of these, you know, psychotic assholes that we're talking about.
0: (laughs) I think you have to apply, you know, kind of verbal aggression. Yeah, yeah, as as our version of violence, because we, we aren't in a world where we can just smack the shit out of each other.
2: Yeah. Each and we're also not getting paid to do so so each each of those shorts is like such a such a micro like a microcosmic tragedy too because if anybody's an aggressor it's usually Mo, right mm-hmm. but but like five times out of ten he doesn't take the first shot he takes what he thinks is a retaliatory retaliatory shot because you know curly will like grab a bunch of timber and then turn around and then whack Mo in the back of the head and the first thing that he sees is larry with a bunch of timber just picking it up raw and then all of a sudden he's like, meh, wise guy. And he, you know, he, like, uh, stabs Larry in the face with a hatchet or some crazy shit. I don't know. I, that well, might not right. have been an actual Three Stooges short. <laughs> Poor Larry. <laughs> no, it might have. <laughs> you know? Because
1: <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm imagining him using the claw of a hammer to pull somebody by the nose. No. like, come with me. He's like, oh, God, that hurts looking You know. At it.
2: You know how pornos have like a popular have like a prop are they are themed after a well known property? I wonder if like snuff films have ever done the same thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ! (laughs) Oh
2: God!
1: (laughs) Join our Patreon for just one (laughs) dollar.
2: So I would say I would say
0: Corey is the mo.
2: Uh. Yeah, you know uh, that that does check out. I, I think. I would, say,
0: I would say you're the mo. Oh God. I, I think I think Bob is probably I don't uh, I don't <sighs> know if Bob's Larry or Curly. See, this
2: is so tough. We're also kind of like we're also kind of a blend. We're, we're, we a we see it's blend very blended, but half of the half of the apprehension is of this is we're like, are we actually insulting each other here or not? Oh no, no, you know, got it's got just it's like no, not with no. it's not with the Stooges, right? No. Yeah, are the comparison is obvious, but it's just like who. Who, who do we think the other person wouldn't be appreciated being compared to when the question that we should be asking ourselves is, which one of those assholes is more like us instead of the, instead of the reverse? Sure. sure. hmm I'm sorry. I'm trying to get over the idea of a batman who <laughs> <theme> stuff film.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, let, let's go on to another famous trio here, Bob. I think we need to, right, to move on right. from the Stooges. Uh, apparently, the Stooges is way too philosophical for us. Uh, no,
2: I'm saying, just like, maybe they've done Disney, and... <laughs> just one dollar, folks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> one dollar. And you could feed a Cretan. <laughs> uh, this is why I stopped drawing. <laughs> all
1: right, anyway. Okay,
2: all right, all right, all right.
1: So the, yeah. the, the first trio <laughs> on my list was Kirk, Spock, and McCoy.
2: Oh, shit,
0: okay. Um mm. Corey is one thousand percent McCoy. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah you're okay. McCoy. I think you're Spock. And there I'm is no the loser with this one. I'm probably Kirk, and you're Spock. I would think, Bob. You're definitely. I'm the intelligent one. I think you're the more centered one. You, you, you're a little bit more down to earth than the rest of us.
2: All right. You, you, you go, you go. I think, you go most towards the uh, utilitarian in answers. You know how to do that with your fucking hands? Well, I can do that, too. Wait, you can't? Uh, you fucking Vulcan. Vulcan? Yeah. And then the scissoring. Yep. Oh, what are you complaining about? You, you do it. <laughs> hey, I'm just being McCoy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm McCoy. Green blood, <laughs> bastards. All right, do you remember that one episode... Um, in uh, Deep Space Nine. Oh, okay. Right. Maybe, yes, Space, probably. It was Deep Space Nine where they uh, they gumped footage from the original Star Trek. Yes. And they were doing this with another. I think it was Voyager uh, at the same time. With Tribble, the triple episode. The triple episode. Right. Trouble, tribu- or trials, trials and, and tribulations. tribulations. Yep. Okay. And then there was that one scene where um, uh, where Cisco like runs into McCoy in the hallway, mm-hmm. and then uh, Doc Bones, as he is known to his his peers, McCoy, uh, asks, uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, and he and he asks, uh, he asks uh, Cisco um, if uh, if snuff films ever. De- <laughs> I'm sorry. God damn it! Corey. I'm sorry. It's such a good idea. To- <laughs> no. no, it's not. That's not a good idea. To ask McCoy about snuff films. <laughs> okay, okay, it's not a good idea, if via the <laughs> traditional definition of good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna have to let that go for the rest of the show Um But yeah, that's a very McCoy-like thing to think, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yes Of uh, the three of us the uh, earth, uh, Of the him, three of us yeah.
2: He had to have gotten drunk And every time we saw Scotty drunk, he wasn't being anywhere near as deviant as that shit
0: Well, no, because he's Scottish, he's always drunk That's the, it's yeah, that's perpetually right
2: perpetually inebriated Right, that's, that's morning mood tonight. night You take the
1: high road
2: Computer I'm a high-performing alcoholic. There it is. Somebody tell me what Bones is up to, I walked into his office the other day, and there's just, like, Japanese cartoons all over the displays. It's called hentai, you heathen. And it's art. (laughs) Alright, now, everyone's familiar with that meme, I assume? Yes. Did that character actually say that in the office? Or is that just somebody slapping a, ca- a caption it, over that picture? That's Dwight, right? No, it wasn't Dwight. It was... um, No, he's, he, I've, I've seen the soundbite. He says that. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. That's kind of an advanced joke for the middle of the 2000s. What I want yeah. to know is,
1: was that part of the UK version?
0: No, the UK version was only the first season.
2: Yeah, yeah. They, oh, they didn't actually okay. like... Which is kind of funny because like uh, most UK standards or most UK programs leave themselves a lot of flexibility in order to come back to it. And The Office was apparently successful enough over there in order to kick off a, a pretty successful television franchise down here, and yet they never returned to it. Mm. Yeah.
0: But Ricky Gervais's character did return to The Office by showing up on the American one.
2: No shit. Mm-hmm. So is it the, the uh, completely, well, his character in that version his of The Office? His character
0: in that one came over to interview for Michael Scott's job. That's Oh, that's funny.
2: beautiful. Mm-hmm. That is so great. <laughs> it's a great show.
0: And I never do that. My number, my number two all-time sitcom. What's your first one? What's, Parks, oh, and on.
2: Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. yeah. right. Parks and Rec. okay. Parks
0: and by right. a fucking country mile, which is the same as a regular mile. It's just in the country.
2: Fuck. About the length of West Virginia. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Take me home to a place. Country road. <laughs> I once belonged. Um, just because I don't think we've ever actually talked about this before, Bob. Uh, top two sitcoms. Huh. I don't know.
1: I'd have to think about this one.
2: Yeah, this is kind of a. This is. is I don't watch a lot of sitcom.
1: Really? Maybe Frasier. Frasier's top two. I
2: mean, Frasier is up there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cheers is up there. Yeah. Wings is up there. Wings is up
2: there. Wings Wings is so underrated. Because wait. Yeah, it was. And for, uh, for a beautiful decade, USA used to show, like, nothing but reruns of Wings. Like I was always on after cool. Raw,
0: man. It was great. Yeah,
2: that's yeah.
1: right. Here's <laughs> Lowell. Now USA is With the this big NCIS
2: channel. Here's uh, Oscar-award winning actor Thomas Hayden Church.
1: <laughs> Hi.
2: How you doing? I got a wrench. I'm Lowell.
1: Yep. I'm going to fix your airplane.
2: Yep. I guess your toilet's disrupting. And Here's you know, the cold open.
0: And you know, it was always good when it was the episode that would come on after Raw, uh, when uh, Norm and Cliff were on it,
2: because uh, yeah. it just
0: starts off with George Wendt and you're like, it's a fucking double bill. Here we go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and people, th- people thought the the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe was the most ambitious crossover. People don't remember Must See Thursdays, yep. in which Cliff and Norm would show up in Wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Reiser from Mad About You, which opened Seinfeld. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, Kramer's apartment is Paul Reiser's old apartment. No shit. In their shared universe, yeah. Okay, that's fucking great. Yeah, so Paul Reiser is also aware keenly of the impossible geometry of the Seinfeld apartment building. Um, I don't think the crossovers got anywhere more ambitious than that. Like, I think Kramer was like fucking everywhere uh, after ninety-five or so, but uh, he doesn't really count. Yeah, he's kind of—he uh... became like CBS or NBC's sitcom mascot for a say, couple He's years. kind of
1: NBC's version of the Watcher.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he just shows up wherever yeah surprised he didn't show up on the critic uh, has he not Might shown up have. on the critic he showed up in spirit and B movie uh, yeah I, I can imagine the I can imagine the critic writers would uh find a way to make that work um, but yeah I thought like back back when you were in like middle school and high school or elementary school it was just sitcoms and like very few dramas after all those
1: yeah because
2: yeah. Uh, the dramas didn't really carry
1: your 13 year old well, brain our idea, well, except like MacGyver and yeah stuff, right? there was a, that was our idea story.
2: of a drama it was like fucking Airwolf and, you know, whatever. Oh, I'm I thinking
1: gonna... like NYPD Blue or no whatever.
0: no, I didn't give a shit no, about no, NYPD
2: no. Blue yeah, well, exactly. well, especially after Dennis Franz's ass was plastered all over the screens we didn't no want one, to have anything no one added, to do with that. No one wanted that Right? maybe Cop Rock a little bit of Cop Rock does us all good but that's mainly because it was just so bizarre and weird Oh, did uh, our uh, video freeze on
1: your side Bob? Uh, yeah, you're a little frozen, but... Uh... He's, fr- he's frozen on his stink face. <laughs>
0: Hold on. I look like I'm pooping.
1: <laughs> Let's see. Does it get corrected? Uh, no. no. Apparently. No, now it's just nothing.
0: All right, well, we're still here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can we're, find us. We're just uh... having to stare down the <laughs> void.
1: <laughs> Let me try this. Let me stop
0: the camera. Start uh. the camera. Oh. And nothing. Okay, well, we're just going to keep on rocking with what we got.
1: Oh, man. Okay.
0: Crap. Alright, sorry, back to...
2: um,
1: Corey just farted on my couch. I I, I
2: just completely um, (laughs) tainted our airwaves. Um, So so we
1: are one-third of a full podcast now.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, we're still here.
1: I mean, currently. Before I even upload the podcast.
2: Okay, well, our mic is still coming in through, right? Yes. Okay, Okay. alright. Okay, Um, sorry about that, by the way. You can, you know, hold your nose if you need to. Um... All right, uh, but it was famous trios before we got yes. way the fuck off track. <laughs> As we do. Yeah. All right. So I'm not uh, even gonna, but- I'm not even gonna apologize for it anymore. It's just okay. You knew well, he, what you you knew what you fuckers yes. were getting into yes, when you started listening. We listening to you. Yes, we get it. We get
1: it. Yes, we get it. We do. We get it. Do you? Okay. Do you though? No. Okay. No. All right. All right. Next one. Next one. Uh, this one's an interesting one. Let's go, Dusty, Ned, and Lucky. The three amigos. Oh, I, uh, I am gonna have to
0: bow out on this one because I've seen that movie once and I don't like it. <clears> hmm.
2: <throat> I mean, so. but but you can. Well, do, do you know the the characters, the profiles at nope. least? Alright, All right. Uh, I don't. I'm I'm gonna defer to you guys on this one. All right. Uh, Ned was Martin Short, right? Yes. All right. Ned needed Landa. Um, and Dusty was Chevy Chase. Yes. I'm Chevy Chase. And I'm Lucky. And you're Lucky. I'm straight up fucking Chevy Chase in that. Well, wait, no, I don't know. Are uh, you behind him, dinner first. Just, am, I, am I? Oh, is that like a phrase? You said
0: you're straight up fucking Chevy Chase in that one,
2: so. No, it's Chevy Chase. He doesn't deserve dinner. Oh, that's true. Yeah. All right. So why am why am I Martin Short? I actually I actually don't know. I didn't think about that for a second. Um, the lovable he, little guy. He, he, well, he just I, I am the shortest
0: of us. It's he, true. He
2: just went right for Lucky, and I'm still trying to balance that out. I mean, to me, of course. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think Bob has that. Air of mm, aggressive innocence about him that Ned did in the movies or in the movie.
0: Aggressive innocence. Aggressive innocence.
2: Well, he played the ingenue for most of it. I mean, not obviously he wasn't you know childlike, but at the end of the movie is where he's like, I'm gonna have a real ass duel with this other dude that's trying to slight my character. And I can imagine you doing that.
0: I can. I I can see Bob doing that. Yeah. Bob, Um, Bob would be the one of the three of us. Bob would be the guy that would be cool until shit went down and then put someone through a fucking wall. Right.
2: On the other hand, I can see that. Ned was also the person who got the other two amigos back to uh, face down El Huapo because he was like, what do we have to go back to? Friends? Ned was our the jobs. Heart. It was definitely the heart. That's Bob. That's Yep. That's Bob. All right, all right, all right. Lucky
1: was the brains and Dusty was a piece of shit.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Is that Chevy Chase? That's Chevy Chase. Yeah. He was—he
2: was the guy that was like lip balm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I think that checks out. Okay, so I'm Steve Martin. You're Steve Martin. Totally okay with that. All right. Yes. Totally okay. All with right. That. Mm-hmm. Although, I, I do have the better singing voice. If we're going by that uh, triumvirate. Well, no argument here.
0: Chevy, Choice has, Chevy Chase does have perfect pitch. Yeah. So that's fine.
2: He's he's the Chevy choice, like yeah, you said. The, he is the Chevy choice. <laughs> Chevy
1: choice. <laughs> All right, next trio. All right, next trio. Let's go, uh, Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Um. Hmm. All right, Again, well... one's the brains, one's the heart, and one's
2: yeah. But I see now. Granted, my are, are in we... a different world. I'm, we're, we're going via my limited uh, exposure to the Harry Potter universe. I can yes, see you like, decipher them. I can I can see like all three of those characters in each one of us. So that's sure. a little hard. I think. I just, yeah, I
1: just realized all three of them are Gryffindors and neither of us are. Yeah, I'm not.
2: Yeah, I'm like the. I'm not. I'm like the Doofy Socks or the Grumble Bumbles or whatever the fuck they're <laughs> called. You I, were Ravenclaw. The Dicky Pickers. Yeah, oh, we're, Ravenclaw? We're okay. Ravenclaw. Yeah. All right. Not the uh, Skaggy Cacklefucks or uh, no, whatever that. Has. that's the Romanian school. That's the Romanians? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Romanian remedial school. <laughs> the Thumb Suculars, is that another one? Or... <laughs> no, that's I'm the sorry. American school. This is the segment to me. I'm just going to come up with random ass uh, rattling houses. <laughs> All right. Um, I would say... Becoming a key in... Or key in
0: peel sketch <laughs> I, I i think in this case bob you're probably the harry because you're the face of the podcast
2: oh yes uh find- hey uh alex mind uh, your
0: own business fucking siri <laughs> calm your shit down okay
2: well <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's serious one that the butts in yeah, yeah. alexis is like very polite Google is a little terse at times, so we yeah. have to get her attention. We have to fight for it. Sirius, just like Did you ever get them to talk to each other? Pay attention to me. No, we haven't done that. I'm kind of scared to, really. Because what if we like hear voices in the middle of the night?
0: <laughs> and I, like... I've done that with that one. <laughs> uh huh. The one on the Apple device? Yeah. Uh, where I've been down here and I've said something playing a game yeah and all of a sudden it'll be it'll just start talking and I'm like what the fuck is
2: going on Well I'm, see, I see I sleep down here next to him and if I get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and one of them's like all right we're taking out the skinny one tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm not gonna be able to stay over here anymore. No, that's not, I'm just <laughs> Of course, we could just unplug them. That's true. Yes, that's yeah, that's one thing people f- often forget about the robot uprising is that they still have batteries. The batteries will yeah, run yeah. out of
0: it. You just have to go up on the roof because they don't, they can't climb. That's right. That's you right. Go upstairs. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's like defending against a Dalek until well, you know, they got
0: the the jets.
2: Yeah, but they <laughs> did get Russell C Davies. But that, well, yeah, that's the one thing. Like the Terminator's advancing on you, and you're like, hold! What brand of batteries are you using? Rayovac. <laughs> okay, try to make your way across the room. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit okay. here and play my game.
0: And I tell you what, if you get all the way over here, you got a free shot. But I'm telling you, I got nothing to worry about. It's not gonna happen. You're gonna be a table by the end of the day.
2: <laughs> tell you, you what, what, it's funny. If you outlast my switch, <laughs> I'll let you have some of this.
1: Alicia's mom got us an Alexa, so we put hooked it up in our our living room just to like shout like timer commands or whatever to it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like yelling out Alexa. So we went through a a series of different names that we can give it. And the name I stuck with was because I'm a Star Trek fan. I stuck with computer, do this, Mm -hmm. computer, do that. Which is kind of cute when you're actually watching Star Trek and it keeps reacting to the TV show over and over again. Oh, God damn it. It's
0: fine. She'll react to Monday Night Raw as well when Bliss is on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there there's no
2: winning. Like it, it's you're, you're you're screwed no matter which way you go. I'm I'm imagining that the George the face of George Carlin is making on the poster behind Bob's <laughs> in reaction to what he just told us.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, so Bob you're Harry.
2: Uh-huh. Um Ugh, one of us has got to be Ron. I think it's probably me. You're Ron?
0: Yeah. Cuz you can actually like when you make a point it might take you a little while. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But your point is usually well thought out, so I'm going to say you're the brains of this one.
2: Hmm. So mm-hmm.
0: you're Hermione, and I'm just the, the doofy ginger who's just here to make dick jokes. <laughs>
2: that's, that's <laughs> no Remember all those dick jokes that Ron Weasley used to make in the Harry Potter movies? <laughs>
0: yeah, you know. Yeah. The snuff film version. You of know course. Those? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it. it's uh, it's uh, Harry Pointer. Hey.
2: It's.
1: <laughs>
2: oh shit Harry Potter <laughs> and, and, Harry, and the sorcerer's foreskin Harry Potter and the noose <laughs> around the closet knob <laughs> There's the sorcerer's foreskin yeah oh my god <laughs> if there's an invisibility cloak wrapped around
1: the handle <laughs> <laughs> next uh. alright let's stick in Star Trek let's go uh Cisco, Kira and Gold Dukat
2: uh one day I'd love oh, to meet the FBI agent that's monitoring this podcast <laughs> oh no, he loves it I, I think no, that'd be very pleasant uh way. Corey's Ducat. um
0: who's Ducat? right off the bat uh, the bad guy the bad guy the, the evil Cardassian oh yeah definitely okay. yeah I can, do I can take that um you're Cisco go on you're Cisco I don't think I'm Cisco why would I be Cisco who's gonna punch Q
1: yeah I would be the one to punch Q either one of you can punch Q no I would probably try and bargain with Q. Like, all right, let's talk, buddy. Mm, Okay.
0: Mm. All right, I'm fine. I I mean, I don't mind being Cisco. Trust me, it's he's an amazing character. I just. Okay, I just
2: don't. I don't see you as a as a you know, domestic terrorist. Okay. How about let's reframe this question so that neither one of you want to be Cisco. Who has the god complex? Oh, that's me. Yep. All right. Okay. He's that's. All right. Well, that works. All right. Go. This makes it more Gold to cut then. Is it, Oh, well, I I don't know. He's more of a. Well, if he's the bad guy in that show, Okay, what kind of a bad guy is he? Is he a despot? A terrorist? What? Yeah, both. Both? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm familiar with Klingons. I'm familiar with Borg. Closer to which?
0: Uh, closer to Nazis. Close, yeah, closer
2: to Nazis. God damn it. They're fascists. Oh, is this the guy that had Cisco's office on yes. Deep Space Night? Ninja- oh, that guy's such a cunt. How could you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're Cisco. You're Cisco bitch. <laughs> <sighs> All right, fuck him. I don't care. Go find a wormhole. All right,
1: this one we we sh- will have a lot of fun over this one. Count Duckula, Danger
2: Mouse, or Inspector Gadget. I fucking love this one. This, this is great. awesome. <laughs> 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 and what's even great about it? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go. go. I what's great about this is that like this is just strictly. Uh, a group of familiarity. Two of these are BBC, like, icons, and one of them is fucking Inspector Gadget. Who is Monkey Punch's Sloppy Thirds? <laughs> do I need to explain this? Yes. All right, do you, are you sure? You, you yeah, want no, no, no. Ah! By all means. All right, all right, this is so cool. All right, do you know how, um, you know how, uh, uh whenever, like, somebody posts a GIF of Lupin the Third on Twitter, I have to, like, you know, get on my know it all pants and be like, aha, TMS animated this one. Blah, blah, blah. Um, It was because, uh, at the time, Here's, here's how Inspector Gadget was born. Uh, TMS was in bed with DIC, which is why they did a lot of the in-betweeners for uh, dick shows.
1: You mean dick?
2: Yeah, take that wherever you want to. I know, uh, I'm just le- it's, I'm, it's I'm letting deke. it air out for whoever.
0: It's, well, you gotta let your deke air out. It's deek. that's true. You always got a dicker.
2: Yeah. Mwah. Okay. Um, <laughs> deek jokes. Um, so, uh, Inspector Gadget was supposed to be an Americanized the III, an original production. What? But that deal fell through. Yes. So the people that were working on Inspector Gadget came to Deke with like, okay, well, we retooled it a little bit. This is what you have now. And they're like, well, um, he's not a bad guy that we're supposed to understand as a good guy somehow. This is uh, pretty simple for our allegedly simple minded audience. Let's go through. Let's go through with it. Wait a minute. Does What's he have he gadgets? An Andro- What's that? What's he an android in that initial pitch? No, no, no. It's just a loop on has gadgets. That's one of his things. Okay. So I'm assuming in this uh, goofy little man theater that I'm putting on here that one of them was like, well, does he still keep the gadgets? And whoever was pitching Inspector Gadget was like, even better. He is the gadget. He's an inspector gadget. <laughs> and that's why a lot of the animation from that show, or at least a lot of the animation in uh, Lupo'n movies, looks so similar to how that looked. Uh, other than the that's fact crazy. that they did a ton of like, um, you know, in between work for Warner Brothers and stuff. But, you know, so Inspector Gadget was supposed to be Lupo'n. How about them apples? That's really cool. Huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but out of uh, out of the three of us, Ducula, Danger Mouse, and God, Gadget. Can you
1: imagine if Zangata teamed up with Inspector
2: Gadget? Yes, I can picture that quite clearly, and I love it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah That'd be pimp as hell. Uh, but the, I did show you that fan art that somebody drew of like a uh, Gadget versus Lupin, right? No. Oh, that's that stuff's fly. I got it back there. Okay. All right, I'll show it to you later. Um, anyway, so these three. We're going to call these, like, the... Uh, the, the, the 1980s evening. Nickelodeon Triumvirate. Yeah, the Nick yeah. at Dusk yes. Triumvirate. Yeah, yes. that, that's good. <laughs> the, Nick the Nick at Near Night. <laughs> um, hmm. Nickelodeon
1: couldn't afford their own animation at this point. All right, so...
0: I see. I don't remember much of Count Ducula.
2: Okay, Count Ducula, uh, he, he rebelled against his vampiric nature and uh, was vegetarian and only, eat mu- only ate muselix. His butler was trying to uh, lure him toward the side of the vampire. Now, his vampire side wasn't completely uh, defeated or suppressed. He would still have fits. So you'd see his eyes go red, and he'd be like, I feel like sucking duck blood or something like that. I don't know. Um, but uh, for the most part, he was like constantly at odds with himself, which is an interesting dichotomy. Some okay. actual like character building in that cartoon. The Danger Mouse was James Bond. Yes. And... Okay. With poor depth of perception. Also, he was a mouse. Yeah. Oh yeah, because the iPad. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um. All right. Surprisingly good Netflix cartoon. Uh,
0: okay. I. Th- uh, I'm gonna go with what you just said there. Surprisingly mm-hmm. poor depth perception, and go with me as Danger Mouse because I can't see a fucking thing if I don't have my contacts in.
2: All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um. Okay, Derry.
0: Derry. All right. All right, Derry. I think Bob is probably Inspector Gadget. Mm-hmm. And you would be Ducula. I would Be Dacula? Yeah.
2: Really? Mm. Okay. All right. Well, out uh, of I'm the, happy either way. Out but of, just out of the three of us, I don't know, nobody really loses in this one. Which is the yeah, one? Yeah. Which like is the one that can have fits? That's me, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also eat a lot of cereal. Who rebels against <laughs> vampires? That is also me. Vampires yeah. are uh... vampires suck. Yeah, they're cliché. in more ways than one. And I, uh, and I can't stand them. <laughs> Yeah, they suck, right. Except for the ones in What We Do in Shadows.
0: And, uh, Bob, I mean, you're kind of our big doofy guy. You're kind of Inspector Gadget already. I mean, like, you've got... That's you.
2: Yeah. No argument here. Does does he get the hockey hair when he puts a hat on? Absolutely, that's kind of important. Have okay. you seen Have you seen him with his big hat on? Well, I've never seen uh, helicopter blades pop out of the top of his skull. Though. Well, just give it time. Not yet. Right, Not Not yet. right. that's true. There have been advan- been advances in uh, in a, a, a cosmetic science.
1: It's the next Patreon tier. Get me helicopter head. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: All right, for whoever drops a cool 2.5 million on us in our next Patreon cycle, we'll be able to afford transhumanist upgrades to our host, Bob. Where I'm going to store it? I don't know. He'll be in there somewhere. Well, now, he's got, of room. now he's got telescoping legs, uh, roller skates uh, built into his feet, Seriously, uh, I just want a shoulder that works, please. Yeah. Oh, you know what would be really cool is like a built-in re- uh, Wiimote right here. That'd be nice. And uh, of course, uh, I don't know
1: where you pointed, but I I, I can only guess. I know, where you and why
2: point. did I do Space Ghost? Also, nobody's oh, seeing he can't, here. Yeah he, yeah. he can't. see Nobody it. can see us. And you're you're very you're basically getting the uh, Cretans Guild listener experience right now, unfiltered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, this really doesn't work in an, uh, in an audio format. Oh, Make it work. <laughs>
0: uh, all right, what, what's any more? Or what's, what's Oh, next? yeah, we
1: got a bunch more, but there's definitely just one more I absolutely want to get to, and okay. if we want to keep going, we can. Okay. Uh, yeah. This next one, Mr. Rogers, Mr. Bean, Mr. Belvedere.
2: I'm Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> Let me have Mr. <laughs> Belvedere. <laughs> uh, well, you're uh, not Danger Mouse. I don't fucking care. Mr. Belvedere is three times as badass as Danger Mouse, and I will allow no contradictions to that statement. Um,
1: it's not very Mr. Belvedere of you. You know, it's okay, not well, very
2: Mr. Belvedere of me. I'm gonna it's say not checking your wife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you can have Belvedere; that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say, Bob. I think you're probably Mr. Bean, just based on the tree incident today. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, that's that's a fairly Mr. Bean thing to do. Technicalities can carry that one, and the fact that you just ate a
2: Twinkie Wiener sandwich earlier today. Oh, what if he did it and he was like making all sorts of uh, muggy faces? Like, oh, oh, you want you want some uh, real uh, theater of the mind here? Check this out.
0: (laughs) Currently, Corey is making faces, gesturing at the camera that is not functioning on my laptop.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Very much in the manner of uh, Mr. Bean's classic mugging athletics. It's true. In the various Mr. Bean shorts. And
0: I guess that would make me Mr. Rogers, which uh, that's fine.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. I I think the I think the sure thing out of this triumvirate would be you as Mr. Rogers. Oh, oh yeah. all right. Because it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and I do He's feel that bird, I do feel that cardigans and slippers are in your future as a human being. Uh, I almost bought a cardigan this last Christmas. Fuck! It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> And I, as Mr. Belvedere in spirit, have to knock on you for getting a card again. Whenever it happens, that's fine. All right, that's fine. But I'll be—it'll uh, do it in an abrasively charming way, and you'll find it pleasant. I'm okay with that. Cool. All right. All right. Next. And then I'll next. make you guys breakfast.
1: The Powerpuff Girls.
0: Oh. Uh, oh. Who's the spicy one? Uh, Blossom, Bubbles, Buttercup. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, That's that's, that's, straight that's up. easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Sorry. Oh yeah, you How can't we see point? anything. God damn it! <laughs> I can't see you. <laughs> uh, all right, Corey is Buttercup. Uh, Your bubble's on Blossom.
2: I'm I'm tiny and mean. And also well, my hair's tiny. Uh, my hair's dark too. Well, all of our hair is dark. Some of us are gray. Some of us are gray. That's None true. of us are red though. Bob was. That's at true. One point. I, this was, was red. Okay, all right. That puts you closer to that one then. Excellent. Oh. All right. Well, who, which of us gets to punch the monkey? All of us. Uh, okay. Yeah. At, at the same time. Oh, that's right. With yeah. our little balloon fists. Yep. As a uni- as a unified effort. Yep. This is probably the most realistic trio, come to think of things. <laughs> <laughs> Just right. without the superpowers. All right. Only we, well, unless our superpower is cussing, because we can do that. like Yeah. A uh, yeah, that yeah. And, uh, and, uh, well, we weren't grown in a vat, although maybe the jury's still <laughs> out on that shit. Not that we know of. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the next, next trio. Next one.
1: Han, Luke, and Leia. Huh. Uh, I would say Jay is Han.
0: I mean, I'm not going to argue that. If you want to give me Han, that's fine.
2: Um, I'd look pretty good in a bronze bikini, so... Well, you do. I've I guess it. I could take yeah, that yeah. one. I'm Leia. I'm Leia. I'm Leia. <laughs> I can deal with that. All
1: right. Yeah. Okay. I'm... And your was he? was he the chosen one or what? What was his <laughs> the designation? Chosen one. Da, 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 uh, he was. Da, da. No, he
0: was the one. Technically, it was Anakin that brought balance to the Force because he killed the Emperor.
1: Um... Hey, he brought balance. There was two, ge- uh, two Jedi and two Sith remaining.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's balance. Yeah. Luke has chosen the large tub. <laughs> that's for all of our kung Pao, uh patrons. Oh. Patriots out there.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, next one. Okay, this is one where it's three guys in the same profession that have nothing to do with each other. Okay, okay. Gordon Ramsay, Anthony Bourdain, Guy Fieri.
2: You're Guy Fieri, Fieri. Sorry, I'm Who? pointing. I'm pointing at the. <laughs> <laughs> Bob is Guy I'm pointing Fieri. at the face that's talking to us on the magic screen. <laughs> the brightly lit my rectangle of information. All right. Oh my Bob God. is Guy Fieri. Why? I think out of all of us, I can imagine just him dressing like him. I don't know why. <laughs> Okay. And he and he, and he and he does get like super pumped up about seemingly silly things until you're also pumped up about it. That's true. Yeah.
1: And at the end of the until day, somebody, somebody re- tells him that's really stupid. You shouldn't do that anymore. I don't care. We're going to Flavor Town. Yeah. And he's a really right. good dude. Uh
0: huh. Like it would do anything for you. Yeah. That's yeah. That's Bob. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah that I'd, works. I'd make you a sandwich. Yep.
2: And honestly, I can only see the other two eating a uh, hot dog Twinkie cheese monstrosity on a dare. Yeah, Yeah, Guy Fieri would actually put that on the menu. Yeah, Guy Fieri would be like, nah, that's dessert. (laughs) You gotta fight for that. Gordon Ramsay would do it, uh, drunk. Anthony Bourdain would do it if he thought it would make good TV.
0: And if he was in Thailand.
2: And if he was in Thailand, this yeah. This is a natural
0: yeah. street food, and it's,
1: uh, yeah. it's meat in tube form. He would be all over it, actually. Yeah, probably. and
2: then he'd come up with, like, some very poetic sort of a description yeah, for it. Yeah, it's, it's uh,
1: <laughs> this is better than the finest frog wa I've ever it's had.
2: A, a distillation of the resilience and ingenuity of the Thai people. Yeah. Is a hot dog and a Twinkie smothered in cheese whiz. <laughs> 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 An uncooked hot dog. An uncooked hot <laughs> dog. I guess. <laughs> Come to all right, think of so, it. So, all right. Who's who's,
0: yeah. who's who's Gordon and who's Bourdain then?
1: Yes, we we, we I both can we... say Corey is Bourdain because he's traveled more than three of us. I would agree with that.
2: Yeah, yeah that's true. So, this is a funny thing. Is that like this is another one where none of us. But loses he cusses on. more than Ramsey does. So does Bourdain. So do I. Yeah, so do you. See, it's, it's kind of interchangeable. <laughs> yeah, but interchangeable. he's more casual about it. Apparently so, yeah. Because, well, no, no, because he was on the Travel Channel, so he couldn't really cuss <laughs> in front of the camera that much. When the camera was on, But, off, you, but you've read his like books, books. he cusses. Yeah. And yeah. if anybody's ever seen The Layover, and plus, it's like a litany of beeps throughout each episode. Plus, huh? Bourdain was punk. Bourdain was punk. So who's... Was Ramsey, or was he just no, a? Punk? Ramsey was a soccer player. Yeah, was, I, I know. <laughs> See, now you're getting now you're getting into like now you're getting into like the entomology of the word punk and what it actually means philosophically versus stylistically. Well, that,
1: that, I'm not talking about music, musically. I'm talking about like philosophically. Bourdain was punk. Yeah,
2: both of them were. I mean, that's true. I mean, the dude. Well, one of one of them made being a chef look like look romantic mm-hmm. in a sort of an urbanist Charles. Uh, I'm sorry, not Charles Bukowski. Uh, the other guy. Um on uh, the road. Yeah. Jack uh, Kerouac's Kerouac, were away. Right. Yeah. And uh, Gordon Ramsay made uh, uh cuisine look completely Johnny Rotten. Yeah. Like 100%. Well, I think that's
0: that settles it then. Yeah, that's that you are more Kerouac and I'm more Johnny Rotten then.
2: Okay, so Ramsay, Bourdain, yeah. all right. When do we fight? No. Okay, can we can we make each other dinner then? Yeah. Tasty dinners? I, okay. I made fair. dinner tonight. So, yes. All right. Yes. That's that's true and I got to make you some on Saturday. All right.
1: I'll just give you a chicken sandwich. That's
2: a, this is the kind of punk I can get down with. Yeah. Dudes that don't fight, and they just try food. to outclass each other with food.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm, oh God. Yeah. I'm all for that
2: yeah, uh, that's, West Side Story.
0: The, that's the best kind of, of, of bar fight.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck you. I'm making red beans and rice. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'm making something that's French and more than six syllables. How about that? Ha ha ha! Bitch. Fuck ass. <laughs> <laughs> Shiggy noogie numpsies? I'm sorry. That was another uh, uh, another uh, uh, Hogsworth house. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a callback. All right. Next trio. Uh-huh. Rose, Jack Harkness, and the Ninth Doctor.
2: Oh, fuck it. I'm nine. Come on. Wait. Are you? Are we going to fight about this? Well, I'm not number nine. Okay. Mm. Are you Jack? I'm. <sighs> Jeez. Huh. Um... They're both well-traveled. Number nine gets laid considerably less than Jack does. Doesn't everybody? Not to... That's true. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Not to minimize the characters of these people, but if we're going by details, well, that's where the devil lies. Um... My vehicle is not unreliable, shit. So neither one of us has a TARDIS.
0: I don't even have a vehicle anymore, so.
2: <laughs> that's that's true. That's
0: true. Maybe a rose then. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm Billy Piper. <laughs> You're Billy
2: Piper. Jay is the bad wolf. I don't think any of us are rose,
0: honestly. No, I think it might it might have been. <laughs> we're all Jack. <laughs> I think I meant 9, 10, 12 might have been more interesting.
2: Usually we're going by like one seri- single series. But then like there was like a lot of crossover with Rose and Jack into the 10th Doctor as well. Well, that's what I'm saying though. You t-
0: take, take Rose okay. and Jack out of it, just do three different sure, Doctors.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and do the three different Doctors. But I think this is interesting because it's allowing us to diagram or at least explore the characters. Or explore the personas of characters that aren't in any way like us. Sure. So okay. who so would the 9, clo- 10,
1: and 12? Or would 9, 10, 11?
2: Well, but, well yeah, but uh, if, if, give us a second on this one, just because I want to find out who could uh, relate to relate to a couple of characters that were nothing alike the closest. So, alright. Um, let's actually take 9 off of the table and bring in another companion. Um, one of the ones that none of us can relate to, so it can't be somebody we like. So no Donna. No... Wilfred, that's the that's his name, right? Okay, thank you. Uh, Mar- Martha, Martha. Okay, all right. Okay, so Martha, Rose, Jack. For companions. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Um. Martha was the doctor, right? Yeah.
1: Yes.
2: Yes. Jack was. I
1: don't see any of us as Martha, honestly. Jack.
2: Yeah. Jack was the doctor who was not a doctor, so that might that one might be kind of like a ringer, but. He was also at the mercy of a lot of the main characters' plots, so I kind of figured he could still you know, stay in the running. Sure. Now, Rose comes at Rose comes at this as uh, an audience surrogate, right? She's the everyman, so yep. to speak. Okay. Not only an audience surrogate, but in a generational surrogate. That's right. Okay. Uh, Harkness is kind of like an outsider, and yet he's an outsider to the other outsiders.
0: Yeah. Cause Martha. Because he's eternal.
2: Uh huh. Uh, Martha is. And Martha is worthless. Martha is bullshit. So one of us has to be Martha. (laughs) Let me see. (laughs) I like Martha. God damn it! I know that she's got like haters and whatnot, but I just she was fun. I couldn't tell you. Well, but why don't we instead of Martha we go Mickey? Mickey? Mickey the idiot? Yeah. Uh, I guess I'd have to be Mickey then. Okay. Yep, my Mickey. (laughs) I can deal. (laughs) I can deal with that. It's fine. Alright,
0: uh, so Jack and Rose are left.
2: Oh no! I got kidnapped by a garbage can! <laughs> now nah, that's something I would do. Okay, that's continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's something that would happen to, happen to me, yeah.
0: Alright, so who's Jack, who's Rose then?
2: Um, okay. Hmm.
0: I'm not sure I know on this one.
2: See, that's why it's tough. That's also why it's interesting.
1: Well, Jack was kind of like the con man who Mm -hmm. was still on the right side of things. Mm -hmm. Um, True. Rose was kind of like the person who was still learning as she went along, and then just... Yeah. Then they just started making her the love interest, which... And I, I think that was the goal from the beginning, anyway.
2: I think I was destined to be Martha, anyway, because uh, both her and Mickey ended up in the same situation towards the end of their character arcs. Sure. Yeah, uh, which meant the which meant to say that they were, you know, pretty much non-presences in, the, in both of their shows, and just ended up kind of uh, becoming marginalized at the end. Sure. Rose, I see as an observer, as a as a permanent observer. It was something that she never knew she was going to uh, be consigned to by the end of her days. Jack is a victim. Now, it's kind of a weird thing to say about Jack because he was such a doer, but he was also kind of a victim of his own, uh, you know, his own, um, what's the word I'm, his own nature, and it eventually led him to become the face of Bo. Because yeah. he was constantly pursuing. Every situation pursuing. he was
1: in was by his own doing.
2: Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. He was always his own worst enemy, and eventually he became the face of Bo because that was the only logical uh, that was the only logical peak of his evolution. He, he was going to become permanent. He's going to become everlasting. But he was going to become, well, superficial. <laughs> <laughs> Rose got to see all that happen, and she eventually became the living consciousness of a planet-shattering weapon.
0: I don't know who that applies to
1: in this situation. Yeah, this is a that, bit of a bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't, in in the story, that wasn't Rose. That was just, we're like, getting to, an, we're getting a bit an avatar f- that took the look of Rose.
2: Right, but she was memorable for a reason. We're getting a bit too Freudian about this, I think. Yeah, we are. Probably. All right, well, I'm fucking Mickey, and I got kidnapped by a garbage can. Now. <laughs> All right, 9, 10, and 12. Who's who? Well, I still think you're 9. Yeah. 9 and 12 are very similar, but 9 has shit tons of self-doubt, which whereas 12 does not. I mean, he says, am I a bad man? But uh, that's the only thing that he doubts himself in. 9 doubts himself in everything. Well, and you have the jacket. And I have the jacket. So, I mean, that, that helps. Big nose, big ears. Um, that works. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so... <laughs>
0: between Bob and I, 10 and 12. I would probably be 12 because I have the eyebrows, because mm-hmm. they can true. stick up. I have the angry eyebrows. you got to grow them out a bit, but I, they, they can achieve. I have to trim them or mm-hmm. they go crazy. Yes, yes. Uh, because I've got the angry eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Um, so
2: I think I would probably be 12 and Bob would be 10. Because mm-hmm. he's girl pretty. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he's a better dresser than both of us. <laughs> <laughs> I is mean, there another Bob out there that you guys are? Doing the, the podcast you're, the, with? you're the only Bob <laughs> in our lives. You're the only life. Bob for us, Bob. <laughs> yep, that's right. You're our number ten. Take it or leave it. Yeah. The funny thing is that like you can Oof. draw a parallel between this and the whole Gordon Ramsay, man, uh, Bourdain conversation too by uh, placing uh, number nine and number twelve as like the opposite ends of punk. Like yeah, Capaldi. Yeah oh go ahead don't no
1: no don't compare me to guy fieri and then say yeah that he's the girl pretty of the three
2: of us Well, guy fieri <laughs> is the number 10 of those three i'm sorry that's just the way it is nature will have it no other way understand <laughs> okay all right hold on hold on let's
0: do a, let's do a study here let's okay. let's do a little bit of an exercise all right because we have not picked out 11 all right what celebrity chef would be number 11 in that case oh fucking hell he has to be. Remember, he has to be beautiful, but ultimately
2: terrible. Uh, he has, well, he has to be unearthly looking. That's <laughs> oh, I, Jamie, Jamie Oliver.
0: Shit, I don't know what he looks like. He's, he's well, he's British. He,
2: oh wait, he's that sprightly that dude. He's yeah. almost like a twink, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that Jamie, Jamie Oliver's number eleven. Okay, yeah, there we like, go. All right, it, that was <laughs> easier than I expected it to be. Right. All right. <laughs> that's a bummer. I don't think I don't think eleven deserves to be forgotten, but I yes, just. I he just wasn't the most engaging of them. And I'm not gonna put that against Smith or nope, or Moffat. It was just the way it worked out. Nope.
0: Just it was it was uh, it was chocolate and steak.
2: Yeah. Individually
0: they're great. Together or, they don't work.
2: Or custard and vanilla or fish sticks. Yes. He was custard and fish sticks. Yeah, that's um, actually that's he shouldn't it was, have, it was right in front of us the whole time. Yeah, he shouldn't have <laughs> telegraphed it that hard, I'm sorry. But the thing is, is that like when you remember like outstanding Doctor Who episodes, the first one that pops up in everybody's like top ten list is immediately the Doctor's Wife. And that was Eleven.
0: Which
2: one was that? Oh, shit. Uh, that was the one that Neil Gaiman wrote, um, where he loses the TARDIS, but the, TARDIS, the uh, spirit of the TARDIS, TARDIS a, becomes, yeah. uh, becomes a, a, a humanified within the corpse of somebody. So somebody basically hijacks the TARDIS, and then uh, Eleven and the TARDIS's essence kind of like jerry-rig themselves another TARDIS, and then they go on a TARDIS chase through a time tunnel, and it was boss as hell. Oh, it was a cool episode. Anyway. Um, ah, but yeah, It's it, a good to be, standalone. To be yeah. fair... To be fair! To be fair!
0: We're still I lost jokes. interest in Eleven after Dinosaurs on a Spaceship.
2: Which was such a bummer because... Uh, uh, because Webb and um, Mitchell were in that one. And I was loving their turns as robots, but that was kind of a shit episode. But, yeah, after, <laughs> yeah. I, I
0: stopped watching after that and didn't watch... Doctor Who again until Number 12. yeah. And they, even then with him, I only watched the three episodes and I was like, oh, well, I just, I love him, but I, I don't want to watch You're hoot out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am I'm. watched
2: too much Who too fast mm-hmm. and I was just like, I don't, <laughs> I don't care anymore. You've hooed too far, too I, fast. <laughs> this is Gallifrey in Hell. <laughs> What's next, Bob? All right, this, um, we could probably
1: end on this one since okay. this one's probably going to be the, the trickiest uh, one of us is Clue, one of us is Chess, and one of us is Candyland.
2: I'm Candyland, even though I hate that game. <laughs> Why? Because it's—I don't know. You just want to play it every once <sighs> in a while. <laughs> it's color- even though you hate it. It's bright and colorful and loathsome. I mean, is there? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what's pretty good. Yeah. What's 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 there not to uh, have a uh, begrudging relationship to there? See, I thought you would have fought for Clue. <laughs> Clue'd be great. Because it's an actual game and it's well designed, but then again, so is chess. A game worth talking about is always going to be well designed uh, from go, but the candy Line's just—I don't know. It's just such a marketable. It's just such a market anomaly. Like it sucks from it sucks from the ground up. Even even the, even the way they tried to like like redo it uh, uh, in the past decade, where uh, you get to pick a card or pick out of two cards or something, and that's how many spaces you can go. It just doesn't matter. You can. You can telegraph how many spaces you have to go up the board before you can, you know, ruthlessly screw any of the other players. It's just real shit. It's... But it's cute.
1: It's (laughs) my first board game.
2: Yeah, if you're trying to raise a sociopath. Straight up.
1: you, (laughs) You get them interested in that, then you move on to, like... Rummy Cube or something like that. Oh, yeah. You, the
2: Rummy Cube is definitely yeah, the next Rummikube logical step from that. That's,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's just. Rummy Cube like, is all about fucking other people over. Yeah. I it's all s-
2: friendly until someone's like, all right, someone keep track of what I'm doing. Oh, who's hoarding all the wild tiles? <laughs> I'll tell you who's hoarding all the wild tiles. A son of a bitch. It's my wife. That's, that's right. She does. <laughs> she does. She somehow gets them every fucking time. Yeah. Um, when, she, when she lays them out, it's just those five of those faces just like. Just Looking at you, laughing. Moonies. Yeah, uh, just she's just
1: reaching into the bag and feeling with her thumb. All right, that's a two. That's a three. Smiley face. That's mine.
2: Does any? Sorry to hijack. So, oh, oh, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. All right. Do you- does anybody remember the three strikes game from uh, Price Is Right? Yeah. You know the people were trying to like feel the chips through the bag, right? Oh yeah. As hardcore yeah, yeah. as Bob Barker was, how was he able? How did he not like fucking jack somebody up for being well, so? We don't know that he <laughs> didn't. <laughs> That's true. It's it wasn't edited show for by several months. That's right. They were taped before a live studio audience. Who knows how many of those studio audiences were also shocked as well as live? And who knows how, Who knows? How, who knows how many bread baskets were compromised by the three strikes game? Not in my house, mister. Sorry, go ahead. So, if so so you're Candyland. I'm Candyland. So that, I suck. So that
0: leaves Chess and Clue. You you you, you dissected Candyland. I want to hear you dissect these two as well for the two of us.
2: Uh, Clue's a pretty minimalistic game of deduction. Uh, Well, yeah, but applied to applied to the rest of us. Applied to us. (laughs) Okay. Well, if I had to pick, you would definitely be Clue to me, right? Okay. He would be Chess because I told you how he plays Risk, right? Yes. Yes. How do I play Risk? He will cut your throat in front of an audience. chess he will torture you before you know you're being tortured and then cut your throat before uh, in front of an audience (laughs) he is such a fucking gangster in both of those games I cannot think of anybody else (laughs) when somebody mentions chess or by that extension risk
1: um clue so
2: why would I be clue why would you be clue uh I don't know it's got like such a like a morose premise trying to find out who was murdered but it's also like so full of character that you can't really be too sad while you're doing it. It's just a very, it's just a, it's just, it's a, it's a weird dichotomy of a mood in a board game, you know. It's and like
1: I, you you look you look at him and then you you see there's everything on the surface, but you know there's something hidden in a in an envelope somewhere, <laughs> and you've got to expose yourself <laughs> to find out what's what's hidden. What is
2: in Jay Malone's envelope?
1: Probably uh, like an old bill.
2: That's true. Oh, I forgot the <laughs> yeah, tax. That's that that could be accurate. A couple of Amazon invoices maybe. Yeah. Or is it a list of Disney theme snuff movies that you're keeping away from all of us? <laughs> 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 what I'm saying is that you can go from dark to light and like from dark to light in like no time flat. All right. And then like in the and then like Lilo inverse. and Stitch,
1: go
0: fishing. <laughs> Lilo and Stitches.
2: Lilo and Stitches.
1: That's fucking I hate sick. You. <laughs> <laughs> all God <right>. damn it. <laughs> unless you had that one saved somewhere in the back oh, of recesses of your brain the great well, mouse detective eight millimeter just how
0: this diseased muscle in between my ears works yeah
2: and therefore it lends credence to my comparison to cliff yes Fair yes enough. all right so uh is
0: that where we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the trios talk
2: yeah that was Pretty good, I think. I think we're good. Um, and maybe think of uh, the, the Doctor. The Doctor Who uh, chat made me think of uh, Loki. Are we still doing that?
1: Uh, we can save it for next yeah, time? Yeah, oh, since You're it still up. watching. Yeah,
2: yeah. Especially yeah. since we're still watching A and B. Oh my God, there's so much to say about that. Um, so. <laughs> I want to, I want to, I want to thank you both uh, for
0: interjecting on my behalf on my latest video. Mm-hmm. Um, because I appreciate oh. the comments. Uh, in calling out the idiots that were running that show, <laughs> that
2: made me laugh my ass off. So the gloves are off now.
0: Well, yeah,
1: a little bit. Let, let's let let us say Jay is the captain. Mm-hmm. Corey and I are the goons coming in to yeah yeah that's to, right to assist. We're, we're the underbosses.
0: Yeah, I, I I mean it was or the soldiers. I I Corey knows because he was here. But yeah. I was I was really frustrated with with the co- with those comments because I wasn't negative in that review like I wasn't accusatory. you were real soft
2: like I'll be I'll be straight up I it, now whatever he, the, the situation for his, his usual production uh, routine for this is that he like I'll be playing like Bioshock or some bullshit in the computer next to where he does his videos and every once in a while I'll be like so tempted to just get up and like Get into the front of the microphone and like scream frenums or something like that, you know, just to, you know, ruin his flow. <laughs> that time I had to fight it fucking hard because I was like, he's being nice. Uh, y'all are a uh, dildo tornado, all right? It's a complete disaster, but only one that you can laugh at when viewed from a distance. Everything about this show was a sickeningly hilarious joke. I felt like I was in the middle of fucking Mayberry, except people exited Mayberry because they were sick of Andy's shit and all of his self-righteous attitude bullshit. And basically, it just would have uh, gone downhill from there. Um, it was not a good show. I have no horse in this race. I just know what a good fucking convention looks like. I know what an excellent swap meet looks like, because I've been to way more of those than conventions. That was neither. Yeah. I mean... Fuck. There have been at least two swap meets I've gone to in Florida, in like... Frog Balls Hillside nowhere in the middle of that state, and you know what that looks like. It looks like fucking a popka. It looks like Claremont, you know? They use card there. There's no fucking excuse. And if you're gonna use that as an excuse, then you should at least not snarkily tell somebody at the box office that there's an ATM nearby Okay. And then when they ask you where the ATM is, say, oh, well, ours is broken. You've got to go a mile down the road. Man, get the fuck out of here with that hayseed sanctimoniousness. Be prepared. When somebody is giving you benign criticism, the most benign criticism that I think is owed to you, then you listen and then you tighten your shit up because people are going to come from a lot from a very long distance to take part in this thing this what you would like to think of as a celebration right and they're going to show up to a cash only no asshole in the box office having just phalanx of reprints of old nascar bullshit from the mid 2000s and i guess if you're feeling froggy an, an aladdin card it was just nonsense Aladdin's a really fun game. It's a fun game, yeah. But, you know what? <laughs> I want to I put that out there. It's a real classic, but honestly, it was the only bullshit worth looking at. It, uh, looking at it, this thing.
0: It was. It was. It was an embarrassing show to. It wasn't an embarrassing show to attend. I've been to shows that are just like, well, this sucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been to the show in in Tampa. The Comic-Con. in Tampa,
2: you had something there. Yeah. So at least you had Bob Layton. Yeah, I had and Bob we, Layton, and we got
0: some scores. And I talked to Bob Layton for twenty minutes, which was really cool. But...
2: Yeah. And we, and we bought way more than, like, a copy of Aladdin and, like, two other games. Yeah.
0: But this, this was this was literally, like, when I say they had the same stuff, this wasn't me just being like, oh, it just seems like they have the same stuff. It was... No,
1: I, they literally I, have I saw, the same stuff.
0: I saw no... Le- and, and this is, as a GameCube collector, going into a convention where there are probably 100 tables, mm-hmm. and you see no less than 20 copies of Donald Duck in... Where the, it's the game where Donald Duck's a superhero, like P, uh, PK saves the universe or something like that. Yeah, yeah. When you see no less than ten copies of that throughout this convention, you have the same shit. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with the same stock. What? Why do I want to stay? Why would I be here for more than an hour? Why were we only there for an hour?
2: The actual three interesting things I saw there were uh, total uh, examples of <laughs> fucking hill folk overestimation. Uh, there was a uh, there was a copy couldn't tell if it was sealed or not of Cannon Spike which I own that was uh, priced up to about 600 bucks. There was an open copy and an ugly fucking open copy of at that of uh, Dokapon Kingdom which is one of my grails so I'm constantly tracking that on uh, various price charts for 150. This thing was open. All right, no book, no CIB. It was just the disc and that's it. I ain't touching nobody's dick for that. And then there was, uh, this was was admittedly pretty cool, but still, it was way overpriced. Uh, There was apparently a uh, manufactured uh, cartridge of the Lobo fighting game prototype that never came out on the SNES. Somebody found the ROM and decided to commit it to uh, to hardware. I was like, that's pretty neat. That's 80 bucks. Oh, fuck you. I'll just go home and download this. Yep. (laughs) It, It was... And it doesn't even work on Super... It doesn't even work on the console. It's just to have...
0: It, it, it was it was a mess of a show. Um and it sucked because it was it was the first convention I've been to in years. hmm Uh that anyone had been to in years because of, you know, the fucking pandemic.
2: Yeah. Um, You'd think they'd be more prepared at that point. You'd think they'd be more prepared. Cash only after twenty twenty.
0: Yeah. God damn it. It was the first convention that I had taken Victor to. And the first convention or first gaming convention I'd taken Victor to. And first gaming convention I'd taken Meredith to, and I walked out of that show, literally going, "They're never going to go to another show because of this one." It was that bad, like it, yeah. it was just. I tried to be constructive in my review, but to be put on blast by these guys being told
2: I'm brainless for the way I for for what I said is like cash only is a no-brainer. No motherfucker, living in the 21st century is to yeah. me every essence of a no-brainer. Like, and,
0: and this wasn't in
2: like. So like Corey said, "Like frog balls, Florida. This is in
0: fucking Cleveland,
2: Ohio. You know they take cards." Like- <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I-, I didn't mean to call the guy a motherfucker. That the, that that uh, that implies that he actually actually gets laid. Um, <clears throat> if the thing, the most aggravating thing about this was, I know you just said it, but I'm trying to like rephrase it yeah. uh, or reframe it for, for my perspective. Uh, he, he, I'm the person that's like flaming him up. Because I have no influence and I'm pretty much just fucking nobody. I am somebody who went there, was thoroughly unimpressed, and would otherwise have just walked out, going, "Well, that was a bust. Guess I won't come back." And that's it. That's where it could have ended. This dude over here, you've seen his channel. He doesn't do our. He doesn't do this bullshit. He doesn't light people up. He doesn't up. do fluff. No. <laughs> well, he, he he doesn't do uh, unnecessary roughness. Uh, I guess I should say. Um, and basically everything I do is unnecessary so you'd want to keep people coming back to your channel you don't do that um, and everything that, everything that he offered uh, in the way of a criticism was just genuinely that Hey, maybe you should like uh, shore up your infrastructure uh, get steady with uh, square payments um, maybe uh, maybe impress upon your vendors that this is not a good way to get rid of your NHL 2008 overstock uh, I don't even know if there was an NHL in 2008 probably mm-hmm. there was okay cool It was at the show, too. It was at the show. (laughs) This isn't it. And you can talk about how great your artwork or the artwork on offer was uh, that you have there, which is something that I think they both dragged out. And it was like, that's fucking irrelevant because, A, it was one booth, and, B, I know where Etsy is. I can type those four letters into any browser browser bar and see very similar shit, probably from the same vendor. It was just an Mm -hmm. absolute... he he, he, he he didn't go where he didn't need to go he said these things would make this better uh, much respect to you guys but uh, maybe maybe next year punch it up a little bit yep and these guys fucking hike their skirts up all the way to the next where' he was like oh no sir we will not be tolerating such hardships and invectives and innuendos thrown all way no no tut now for <laughs> <laughs> And that's about, that was... Maybe if they showed a worthwhile video game, people... Yeah, maybe it. if they did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was just, it, it was It was really disheartening, because it's... I don't do negative on the channel. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I did negative on this video. What I did, you did was not negative. I did critique. Fair critique. Yeah. Not this this show sucks, you should cancel it from here on out. That's this, not what I said. You have been
1: no. over
2: backwards to not outright like t- outright insult 20-year-old games that a lot of people love because it didn't suit you. Yeah. You're like, I couldn't find much to love in this, but man, I can totally see why other people dig it. Yeah. I can see where the cult comes from. I, yeah. I I, I
1: want to read one of these comments as a Python woman. Oh, do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> you must not have been paying attention. <laughs> Giveaways were announced many times throughout the day. God, two I two heard t- them announced multiple times. Right, can I be? Can
2: I be Terry Jones? Sure. Okay. Sorry. I wrote two times you blinked, old sow. <laughs> sorry, that was more or less Graham Chapman. Continue. Prizes and times were listed on the
1: Facebook page too. Not to mention who doesn't bring cash to an event like that. Seems like a no-brainer to me!
2: Well I'd say anybody had been knocking and licking doorknobs over the last three hundred and sixty-five days. Seems this improper. This guy
1: This guy, Matt, wh- i do not even gonna try and pronounce his last name. Fuck you. Yeah, that that's the dude what? that runs the show. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's the one that got me like
0: if this was- Does he so- not want people to come back? Well, he don't want me to come back and say, "Mission accomplished." <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I um, think maybe you need to go back. It's like, well, don't look any better this year. I, I'm,
0: I, you know, I, I might do that next year. Actually. What's that? Just go and just do another video. Guess what? This show still fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just do it as a short. Just like ten seconds.
1: <laughs> hey, that's yes. the
0: Cleveland Classic Arcade and Gaming Expo.
2: And, still sucks. And this is why this is Square Peg's YT's very first TikTok. So me saying how much this sucks and how bad it's just, it is. just If you're
0: going to call yourself a show that has arcades,
2: if you're going to have arcade in the title, mm-hmm.
0: maybe have an arcade machine. Yeah. Just one. One would have been enough. And granted, I will give him this. There was one empty shell there for sale. Nah, that's <laughs> true. It for was, for yeah. a Play Choice 10. Which, that's that's great. That's <gasps> great. just yeah. show's fucking balls, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, when, I, when I get back... And I see the stuff that Riggs is posting from Retro Palooza in Houston, where tables are separated off. Oh man! And everything is organized,
2: uh-huh. and it's all the socially distant,
0: and it's airy, and people are smiling.
2: And it just looks like fun. fun. He was getting so much conversation out yeah. of those people. I was getting squeezed out of like I don't know how many fucking groups of lifelong cheese eaters at that joint, just trying to like get a good look at what's on offer in the GBA and the GBA of uh, uh, displays. It was, it was a fucking battle. Yep. Oh, look, another copy of Duck Hunt. <laughs> yeah. If they had that many copies of Duck Hunt, it would have been floored. <sighs> and it would have been $20. I don't know. Um, it's just, it's just the, the blowback was so disproportionate and absolutely unnecessary.
0: But I can't wait for Milwaukee.
2: Yeah. Can't fucking wait for Milwaukee because that's going to be excellent. Milwaukee looks tight. There's a bunch. Of, there's a. You live near Chicago for fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah. There's so much on offer over there.
0: Yep. There's going to be a I think there's a show next month in Chicago. Actually. Mm-hmm. Might yeah. Do that. So there's nothing um, anyway. It, yeah. I think that's probably going to wrap things up here. Uh, check out my channel over on YouTube. That's Square Pegs. I'm the one without Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Bob. Is- Why? Why? Well, because she costs more than I can afford. do that's fair. Again, th- that's another Patreon. Yeah, I don't make enough in Patreon. <laughs> Although, I wonder if she does Cameo. Ooh. I'm going to have to look that shit up now. Uh, oh, my God. I'm going to have to look that up. Hi, this is that, Sarah Dissaparther, a and you're watching Square Pegs on YouTube. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> okay, first off, okay, all right. I need to do that because Riggs will lose his shit if I do it. Oh yeah, yeah, because he's always like, you can find Jay on Square Pegs. He's the one without Sarah Jessica Parker. If I do, oh my god, he's gonna, okay. I gotta look that up.
1: Okay. All right, uh, <laughs> kind of like how we have Gilbert on our yeah, intro. Exactly. Oh,
0: that'd be money. Um, anyway, yeah, check my channel out, Square Pegs. You can also find Bob on YouTube at Skipper Bob's Breakdowns. Bob does a Orlando lifestyle vlog where he goes to all kinds of different theme parks and eats vile food in his kitchen. <laughs> um, uh, we are nearing episode 100, The Magical Number, so if you'd like to record a nice thing to say, or even better, a nasty thing to say, and also plug your own stuff and say your piece, send it off to at gmail.com. Uh You can find a link tree to all of our socials and other areas on the website in the description, or do a Google search for Cretans Guild. Uh, and if you think we've given you a dollar worth of content, as we have said several times throughout this, you can get all the snuff film content you can stand. Join us on Patreon, where supporters are sent stickers and now coasters amongst other swag you're also able to have access to early uploads and some extra stuff we drop in from time to time we got merch on tpublic.com that features the art of Tom solo our high cost lawyers boots and bearsley from bums r us or shoes that (laughs) sorry that's funny I haven't read that one yet that's good Uh, I love it our our high
1: cost lawyers this is authentic by the way what's that this is authentic. He, he gave me the thumbs up on this. Nice.
0: Our high-cost lawyers, Boots and Beasley from Bums RS, assure us that all products are legally confirmed to keep you warm in the wintertime. We are part of the Podfix Network, so we say to all of our followers, new and old, welcome to the guild.
1: This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at
2: podfixnetwork.com.